welcome to episode 14 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most. Not as good as some, especially in this situation we're in. How about you, Mike? Wonderful. Yeah. Walked over to the South Studio. Full disclosure, as always, to our listeners who don't like to hold anything back from our listeners. Already about three deep, Dave. So this oh. could this could get off the rails quick <laughs> if we don't watch ourselves. But other than that, I'm I'm absolutely doing fantastic. Um, like you said, the trying times they haven't uh, locked us to our bedpost yet, but maybe that's what it'll come to. But who knows? Who knows? All right. So uh, we've got uh, we've got another. I don't know why I like the. Um, I like the variety packs. Uh, it helps me with my choosing because if I go to a cooler and I'm looking at all the singles and it just it takes me forever to decide because there's so many options these days. Uh, the variety pack is a, is a good way to go sometimes when I just don't want to sit there and think about it. So we've got from Revolution Brewing, we've got their new Hero Variety Pack. Uh, in this variety pack, they've got one from the original variety pack uh, that uh, was kind of a pre-pod tasting for us. That was the anti-hero. But the other three are the cashmere hero, the sly hero, and the galaxy hero. And in this day and age, Dave, as I tweeted out, who doesn't need a hero? You need a hero. Anyway, that was horrible. Um, so the first one on the docket is the cashmere hero. That's a uh, 7% with 65 IBUs, I believe. Yes, it was 65, yeah, 7, 60, 65. 65 IBUs, and that has an untapped rating of 3.27, or excuse me, 3.72. And um, all right, let's get to it. All right, let's give her a try. As we... Uh, Pour into the glass. This is a glass we stole from uh, the bar in Paris, wasn't it? Yeah, I wasn't there with you. But this is the one I gave you, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we stole it with the blessing of the uh, our waiter. Oh, that, yeah. I wanted to buy it. He wasn't really picking up on the language barrier. And I'm, I'm like, I want to buy it. I want, and he just looked at my wife. He said, put in purse. <laughs> put in purse. <laughs> so put in purse. So that was, I was like, all right, well, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Grapefruit. Yeah, you're going to like this one. Grapefruit taste there right away. Um, as we get through this selection, I'm going to quote or perhaps paraphrase. Uh, mm -hmm. My buddy Nate can correct me if I'm wrong, if it's a quote or a paraphrase, but Hans Gruber yeah. in the movie Die Hard, yeah. he says, you ask for a miracle, I give you the F. B I much along the lines of our podcast and he's trying time with all the COVID 19s and social distancing and yada 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 blah blah blah. You ask for a miracle, I give you the N F L. And once again, the NFL proving why it is king, you know, without throwing anybody off kilter. Right. The free agency period was scheduled to, and in fact did start this past Monday, mm -hmm. which 
for right. the NFL was gold. It gave sports fans something to follow, and yet nobody was at risk. Right. I mean, I mean, these deals can be done over the phone, yep. text, Skype, uh, TikTok, whatever. Instagram, whatever <laughs> you want to do. They can remain there six feet and yet provide diehard sports fans with information other than, hey, you're going to be dead in a week. Right. So, and I mean, it. the NFL free agency just was fast and furious, not only with free agency, with trades, which I'm going to start with the Bears, obviously, as a Bear fan. Knew you would. I, yeah, exactly. You know, it's our podcast, and you're right. not as big a football fan as I am. At the pro level, you're more of a college guy. But at the right. pro level, and I'm a Bear fan, so we're going to start with the Bears. Absolutely. Goddamn, we're going to start with the Bears. First, the first move they make, they sign Jimmy Graham, two years, $16 million. I don't know if there's a lot left in the tank. Maybe there is. I think they overpaid, but it's not my money, so what do I care? So, right. But as a fan, I like when my teams at least show an effort. I mean, even if it's, who, geez, what did they do that for? I mean, yeah. they're at least making an effort. Oh, yeah. And then the other free agent move they make, they get Robert Quinn from the Cowboys, sign him to five years, $70 million. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, I think with Khalil Mack on the other side, it could be, I mean, it could be a huge, huge year for Robert Quinn. And then the third and final thing they did wasn't a free agent move, but, you know, Mitch Trubisky, controversial when they drafted him, had his ups and downs as a rookie. Yep. Second year, showed some signs, looked good at times, looked bad at times, but made nice strides. Like, okay, maybe right. Trubisky's on us. Third year, huge, huge regression. So, so towards the end, the last game or two, I think in a pod we said he was actually right, yeah. but, but it really didn't matter. No, it didn't. So, what the Bears did, and I, I mean, I don't know if they're giving up on Trubisky already, but what the Bears did is they traded to for Nick Foles. Okay, and so now right. you know I'm assuming it's Foles's job, but at least there's some competitiveness, you know, because uh, uh, Chase Daniels who went to the Lions. If, you know, he beat him, so he might as well join him. And he wasn't pushing Trubisky. Trubisky knew Chase Daniel wasn't going to overthrow right. him. So now maybe this will work out well. And all the Bears gave up was a fourth-round pick. So all in all, I'm happy with what the Bears did. And before we get into my top five free agents picks, the trade of all trade that is just absolutely stunning, baffling, crazy is – the Houston Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the best wide receiver in football, right, to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson. I think it was Hopkins in a fourth-round pick this year or next year to the Cardinals for David Johnson and Houston's second-round pick this year and fourth-round pick next year. And it's just – I mean, David Johnson's had one good year in the NFL. It is all because Bill O'Brien – wants to do his best imitation of Bill Belichick and say, well, I run the show here, no player rigor in the game, and I'm going to do things my way. But you right. got rid of the best wide receiver in the game who had a good rapport with his quarterback for a running back who's had one year and been injured ever since. Absolutely horrible deal. So, yeah, anyway, you, while I take a beer, thoughts. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't know what goes behind when you see deals like that. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors, whether there's something else that they're not talking about or there's relationship issues or, you know, maybe maybe there's a, a an issue uh, between a quarterback and the front office and they're basically telling the quarterback, screw you, we're in charge, you're not running the show, like kind of like you said. I, you know, so that's that's what I think of when you know you see deals like that. Exactly. Yeah, it, I because there's no rhyme or reason. I mean, it's not cap space or anything related. It's just it's weird. I mean, I know Hopkins mentioned wanting to be traded, but it's like you know, well, you don't always get what you want, so right. you, you don't just give up the best wide receiver in the game for nothing. Maybe an owner gives another owner a, a yacht. You know. On the backside of that, or something, I, you know what I mean? All right, well, yeah, um, that wasn't listed on NFL.com. So well, maybe it probably I, it shouldn't. So, I don't um, know. anyway, my top five free agent picks. Obviously, I'm going to save number five for last because probably number five is the only one that's listening even remotely has heard about. My top five: the Rams cut Todd Gurley for financial reasons. Yeah. And then, like two days later, the Falcons signed him to a one-year, six million dollar deal. Used properly with Matt Ryan, still not washed up. Julio Jones, in that argument with DeAndre Hopkins, as being arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game. I look for a huge year out of Todd Gurley with the Falcons. Number two. Actually, be number four because I'm going five, four, three, two, one. Correct. Number four, Teddy Bridgewater signing with the Panthers, three years, sixty-three million dollar deals. Million dollar deals, million dollars, sixty-three million dollars. Yeah. yeah. And um, so obviously that spells the end of the Cam Newton era in Carolina. Right. And Bridgewater, Newton's very similar quarterbacks. Bridgewater has one major injury. Cam Newton has a series of injuries. We'll see how that works out. Number three is the one that will go unnoticed, and the only reason why I notice it is because he's my linebacker in an individual defensive player league, is Corey Littleton went from the Rams to the Las Vegas Raiders for three years, $32 million. Again, that's probably off most fans' radar, but Corey Littleton is a stud. I mean, he's just all over the field. He defends in the pass. He guards, you know, he comes up against the run. Absolute badass. Number two, the Cowboys somehow let Byron Jones get away. And the and the Miami Dolphins of all teams <laughs> signed him to five years, $82.5 million. Cha-ching! Oh, but Byron Jones is one of the best uh, defensive backs in the game. And then obviously number one, is Brady to the box. Personally, and what's the date today? March 22nd. March 22nd, 2020. Yeah. I'm fully confident that I don't know about baseball. I don't know about the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. I don't know about the NBA playoff. But I'm very confident, COVID-19 be damned, I'm fairly confident that other than changing the NFL draft, the NFL season will be business as usual for 2020. Right. Um, We're hoping. Well, you're hoping. I'm confident. <clears throat> I I do not think Brady to the Bucks is a good fit for either party. Really? I, I just 
I'm going to give a little backstory on Tom Brady. I've never been a fan because he went to Michigan. He's got a man anti Michigan. Yeah. He came out. I absolutely hate the Patriots and Bill Belichick. But as I get older, you learn to appreciate greatness. That's, I mean, that's what greatness is. Greatness sure. is either you love greatness or you hate greatness. Right. And and Tom Brady was great. So in the beginning, I hated him. Right. And one year, and the other reason I really, 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 truly hated him was one year he threw 50 <laughs> touchdown passes. Yeah. The next year he threw 70 yards and got and then the season opener against the Chiefs, got his ACL blown to pieces and threw 70 yards. I drafted him that year. He had 70 <laughs> yards. One yeah, okay. year, 50 touchdowns. All the right. next year, 70 yards. Now we know Now we know where the hate's coming from. Exactly. And, and Exactly. <laughs> but, and I, yeah, so um, – but as you get older, you just—I mean, the guy's forty-three years old and still doing it. Yeah. But if you watch last year, true, the Patriots yeah. did not have Mike Evans. I get it. There's no doubt about that. They didn't have a Mike Evans type wide receiver. Well, they didn't have their safety valve either. Exactly. And uh, OJ Howard could be—he's no Rob Gronkowski, but in. There, there, and Brady is obviously a much smarter quarterback than Jameis Winston, but Jameis Winston was sacked a number of times, and Jameis Winston is definitely more mobile than Tom Brady. Tom Brady oh, was sacked a God, lot yeah. in New England, and I, I just hope this is, for Brady's sake, I hope this isn't Willie Mays with the Mets. Willie Mays and the Mets, I think it was 1973. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember He thought he had another year left in him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in, in a true Willie Mays fan watches Willie Mays with the Mets, and it's like, uh, right. you know, why? I mean, he's like, that's not the player I remember. Right. But hey, two years, $50 million. I, I can't blame the guy. I don't think Tampa was the right fit. I don't think yeah. Tom Brady's necessarily washed up. Right. I just don't think Tampa's the right fit. So you would disagree with all the hullabaloo. There you go, Shannon. I got hullabaloo in there. Um, oh, I need that list of words again that Shannon gave us. Yeah, I don't know, I got, I've got it. Damn it. I've got it. All right, we'll work on it, Shannon. We're still a work in progress. Only episode 14. <laughs> but anyway, all the hullabaloo when, um, when Brady got traded, like, oh, my God, the Bucks. You know, they're going to score a billion points this next year. Right. You know, you've got one of the, you know, you've got. He the, left. He didn't get traded, just to clarify. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He left. Sorry. Got to get my vernacular correct. Um but he, uh, but you know, you got you got arguably the goat, uh, and a pretty pretty hardcore receiver group. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I just mark it down. That's why I asked for the date. I want it marked down that Mike on flight football or anything else says this is not a match made in heaven. Okay. I, I want it marked down. It's I want documented. It, it's documented. It is in ink. And then. The uh, two other moves in football, you know, to my uh, Dave, the uh, driver who I know listens to us, I can't, I can't um, not mention his Lions. Darius Biggs' play Slay was traded to the Eagles for a third and fifth round pick. I don't think that does anything but hurt the Lions because Slay is one of the best cover men in the game. That's odd because the Lions have such a great track record of trades and. Of course, they as the sarcasm <laughs> falls onto my lap. Um, and then finally, in poor taste, probably, but who cares? At 40, whatever, 
Drew Brees' coach was so, so shocked by his two-year $50 million deal that he, he contracted the coronavirus, which is weird because I don't know how the two tie together, but it's weird that Drew Brees signed a two-year $50 million extension and Sean Payton had was diagnosed with the coronavirus. But I, I'm sure they're unrelated <laughs> events. <laughs> but but I, I, think you would, I think you would just – either so happy or so dismayed. I think he went out, <laughs> got within the six feet of a lot of people, and then yeah, here's where maybe. we lie. I'm not sure. Come on. What, what, <laughs> well, so would you say it was dis- – let's say if that's what caused it. He, he got within the six-feet radius, yeah. which I think you and I are only three feet apart. But anyway, so uh, he got we're, within we're the more six- like four to five. All right, but it's still not the six. So not would you true. say Sean Payton got within the six feet out of joy – or dismay for the two years, $50 million spent on a 41-year-old quarterback who clearly lost arm strength last year. I would use the word shocked. He he did it out of shock. All right. Well, like he was in medical shock. All right. Fair so, enough. Should we write this one? I think we should. All right. So, cashmere hero. Uh, IPA from Revolution Brewing. What? Oh no, it's me first, right? Because I'm you're hosting the South yeah, Studio. South Studio. So, yeah, this is very smooth, classic IP taste. Uh, a bit of fruity, like you said. Um, grapefruit there and there. Something uh, maybe a little mix. I didn't. I'll be honest. I usually try to read the 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 pros that they give with the you know the little paragraph. Um, didn't do that this time. Very smooth, no bitter beer taste, but you're definitely drinking an IPA. I'm going to give this bad dog a 3.65. I figured I liked it better than you, even with the grapefruit taste. But we're in the same ballpark. And by the way, was that pros, P-R-O-S-E, or P-R-O apostrophe S? Uh, P-R-O-S-E, I that's think is I the it way it's spelled, yeah. But no, that's right. Well, yeah, but pros, like pros and cons. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 but no. pros no, no. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought that you meant it. I don't know if the word pros has ever been used in a podcast, so well done, my thank friend. Thank you, thank you. That's, I'm two um, for two today. I will, uh, I'm going to go higher than you and higher than the on tap, but right along lines, along the lines of the on tap. I'm going 3.75 for Revolution IPA. Cashmere Hero. No, oh, I thought you'd go a little bit higher than that, but that's awesome. Yeah. That's the only awesome. reason I wouldn't go higher is because I of the fruits, grapefruit is probably one of my least favorite fruits, and there is that's the what I do taste the most. Okay. But it will still put you on your backside after a number of them. Alrighty then. Okay, uh next on tap we have the sly hero. And this is a Styrian Fox Hopped IPA. If that's not the way to pronounce it, somebody fact check us and let us know on Twitter. Uh, Listen, I'm not sure what that is. I don't think we've ever had that here on the pod. Never seen it in print anyway. Nope. But this is interesting from Revolution Brewing Company. A shadowy new hero lurks, wielding a cunning blend of... Styrian Fox, El Dorado, Citra, and Cascade that plants stone fruit, honey, and herb flavors before vanishing into the darkness. Is that scary at all? It does sound very sly. I yeah. don't know about scary, but it was, <laughs> it was very sly. Right. 7.2%, right. the highest of the night, 60 IBUs. Yep. 
lowest of the night, so we'll give it a whirl. Untapped rating of 3.73. One hundredth of a point higher than our first rate uh, beer, the Cashmere Hero. While we're pouring this, though, we were you know looking at Untapped and trying to look up a couple of these, and uh, Revolution Brewing has a lot of heroes. I mean, a lot. Am I one of them, Dave? I, after all, I am the champ. Am I one of Revolution Brewing's <laughs> heroes? I don't know. That looks like a pour like yours. Yeah, that. Yeah, you, you're following my lead. That was terrible. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, I like that better. Yeah, as do I because the grapefruit isn't as prevalent. Probably it's not prevalent because there is none. So, I actually, I don't know if it's because I read, I read the, uh, the kind of the neat little paragraph they have about the it. Pros, if you will. Okay. Yes. I okay. The pros. Say that with your pinky up. And uh, I think I actually the honey actually smooths that over a little bit. I don't know if I necessarily taste any honey, but this has got this is smoother than the cashmere. Uh, yeah, much smoother than the cashmere, and dare I say, almost like a Coke Pepsi challenge. I would like to put this mano y mano versus the Bell's Two Hearted. Oh, really? I have the, this oh, is like wow. a Bell's Two Hearted taste to it. That smoothness, but yet you have the as I mentioned a few pods ago, you know, um, the IPA has a soapy taste. I, I mean, and I know that, <laughs> yeah, I know right. that it's almost like, geez, if it's soapy, why do you drink it, stupid? I don't, I don't necessarily mean that as like, oh God, it's soapy, it's terrible. That, for lack of a better description, to right. our non, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to our our Budweiser drinkers, if you will. Sure. I mean, because this is much different than a Budweiser, and what I the hop gives you a like a dishwater soapy taste in my opinion. Yeah, tweet us if there's a better way to describe that. If you understand what Mike's trying to say, but you got a better way to describe that, tweet us at epod ffa. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I I respond to all our listeners, Trent. <laughs> so uh anyway, Dave, I was thinking as I was self-quarantining myself watching episode not episodes seasons three and four of better call Saul so I could go from Netflix to direct TV and catch up season five is like five episodes deep of better call Saul which mm-hmm. is the prequel slash sequel to breaking bad as everybody right. knows and I'm thinking to myself like all right, in this day and age, everything's changing, and you, you do this differently. And hell, Myers Meyer isn't even open 24 hours anymore. They open at 8 o'clock, which, by the way, Saturday morning, the, both the Gratian to the Wasi stores, there was police presence just in case of mayhem erupted. Hijinks ensued, if you will. <laughs> people, um, people walking out with too much toilet paper? Or just storming the gates of Normandy. Oh. Gotcha. I think that's what it was because really, what you find at the, in the business I'm in, what you find is when you're everybody's lined up because like, oh, if I get there right at eight o'clock, the chicken will be there. <laughs> right. So I'm going to get there right at eight o'clock. You know, it's much longer <laughs> than my favorite Happy Days episode of all time 
where Richie is, Fonzie says, I'm going to give you an advice. When he goes to take his jacket off, I want you to hit him. And Richie says, oh, I get it, Fonz. You mean if I surprise him, I can beat him? He's like, oh, no, he's going to kill you, but at least you get the first shot in. So, and that's what these people are thinking. I mean, they line up at the doors like, okay, you know, it's all, it's like Black Friday. It's, I was just going to say, it's like Black Friday and Beanie Babies. Exactly. Or Cabbage Patch Dolls. Everybody just runs in there and like, oh, still no chicken. Shit. <laughs> oh, and by the way, speaking of that, no, that, I'm going to say that for that hashtag IDA, IDGAF segment for our third tasting. But anyway. Of all the things you've given up, okay, everybody's <clears throat> changed their lifestyle. I get it. There's yeah. no NASCAR. There's no baseball. And even non-sports fans are, can't go to the movies. They can't do this. They, you know, you can't even go to the restaurant. I love going to a, a, a bar slash restaurant and overpaying for beer. Right. Right? Okay. And we can't do that anymore. Right. So my question to you, and I have my answer, but I'll let you give your answer first. Of, of all the things that have changed, let's say this – Let's say it's mid-2021. God, I hope it's not that long. Mid-2021, yeah. everything gets back to normal. Sure. What do you think that you used to do that you can't do now goes the way of the dodo bird, so to speak, in 2021 when things get back to normalcy? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm kind of a germaphobe anyway. I don't know if, I don't know what's going to go. I don't know. I haven't, uh, hmm, it's a good question. It's almost like a random question. You got me thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm here for, Dave. Putting, <laughs> keeping you on your toes and putting you on the spot. <laughs> you, you want me to give you my take? What's going to go the way of the dodo? Um, just a hunch, just like you're, you're in Vegas. You, you go, you, you know, you're gonna oh. drop, you're gonna drop big money to make big money, bet big to win big. Yeah, but I'm I'm so dull and such a nerd. I don't do a lot of things. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tell me yours. All right, mine is. I don't know if you notice. I'm not sure if you have Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is actually offering, admittedly, a small selection. Right. For now, I mean, it's, just, it's the infancy of this coronavirus thing. But Amazon Prime is offering in theater. Is it theater or theater? What? Hey, tomatoes, tomatoes, whatever All you right. want, Mike. It's I'm your gonna pod. Go, I'm going to go theater. <laughs> in theater movies at home. Oh, right, 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 right. For 19.99. Yep. And I tell you what. Okay, yeah, I get in the movie theater. You know, my screen isn't 900 feet by 900 feet. I get it. Sure. You know, watching a movie on that screen is impressive. But I'll t- I, I have no I have no problem spending 1999 if like me and one of the boys or Liz and I want to watch a movie and we're just go to the that. theater. Yeah. Yes. So in the country of your own home, I've never ever been able to go to the movie theater with my boxers on and my hand in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> at home, I kick the lazy boy up, you know, in that setting, and I'm just sitting there, you know, I watch it, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, 1999 is too much. It's like, well, you go to the movies, it's 1050 a person. Right. 1050 and 1050 is $21. And you haven't even hit the concessions. Exactly. Yeah. And then, 
unless you get shut out at Meyer and can't buy your popcorn or chips right. or pop or right. beer or whatever you're drinking. Sure. You know, no, nobody's going to bother you. Yeah. I'll gonna, tell you what, I, you know, so if this extends, I think, I think that could really put the kibosh to going to the movies. Everybody's, oh, it's a social experience. Well, it's not really a social experience because you go to the movie, nobody says anything to anybody. No, I mean, when you go to the movie, you actually try to not sit by anybody. Yeah, because you want to watch the movie and focus. Right. So, you know, and, you want to be uh, part of the experience. The one I, right now, Amazon Prime has four out. One is the Invisible Man, which we, Liz and I just went and saw like two weeks ago at the movie. So I, I wouldn't pay nineteen ninety nine to see that again, but I will. Um, I think it's called The Hunted, where um, people are getting killed. It's almost like a like an offshoot of this purge. Yeah. And I told Liz, I said, "Well, I'll I." I'll, sure. put, I'll pay nineteen ninety nine to watch that. You and I just sit and watch it, you know. And then I think um, the other one is the Disney Pixar movie um, out there or up there or whatever. But anyway, so that's my take of all the things that we're giving up. Because baseball's never going to go away. Maybe attendance drops. Sure. Maybe yeah, attendance right. drops at the NBA. You know, the Olympics it finally decided to say, you know, okay, we may have to reschedule the right. June 2020 game. But those are always going to be there. Sure. So my take is the one thing that I think goes away the dodo bird is the movie theater. I mean, because if really? they're going to put it out there where you have the opportunity yeah. to watch first viewed movies at the price, you know, and 1999 to me is reasonable. I think they're going to, I think they'll actually take that away. Um, going back to the comment I just made about me being a nerd. Uh, I've done a ridiculous amount of reading. I've probably done more reading in the last week than I've done in the last two years. Um, and some of the things, and I'm not going to go into it cause that's kind of, I, I know this pod is, you know, and anything else, but I'm not going to go. There's going to, there's a bunch of things that could have been in place that could have prevented the, the whole social distancing and well, I, I don't know how much it would have prevented it, but, Back in 2006, uh, as early as 2006, there were some people that were that were really asking for a lot of the early warning type uh, processes and, and resources to be in place that didn't get put in place because why? I mean, yeah, you know, it's like the sky is falling kind of a thing. Well, as far as this is concerned, the sky has kind of fallen. So some of those things will be put in place. <coughs> yeah, okay. I, I understand. Some of those things might be put in place, uh, and it's just like after two thousand eight or or nine eleven. You know, nothing will be the same. I think a lot of what big money and big government will try to do is to try to put things in place that will get things as close to normal as possible. So maybe that might happen. Maybe it won't. Maybe you know. Maybe maybe the theater the theater group will put enough pressure on Amazon and, and Netflix and Hulu and all the other you know providers to say hey you know you're going to kill our livelihood if because quite frankly they make their money off concessions for the most part right I mean charging five dollars for something that you know for a for a for a Coke Pepsi a, you know a soda product that costs them thirty seven cents to put into a cup. 
Well, before we rate the Sly Hero from Revolution uh, Brewing, <laughs> anybody you talked to, anybody that said in 2006 that they saw this coming, there was means to prevent this, I want them on this fucking podcast because I'm going to roast them, grill them, and fillet their sorry ass because they didn't see shit coming in. Two th- there is no way they anybody saw it, and that was your first mistake, Dave, because <laughs> the one thing that this epidemic, pandemic, yeah, it's not, it's not an epidemic, it's a pandemic, social distancing, quarantine, stay at home, shut your mouth, know your role. The one thing that this will not change is it is never going to get boring enough for me to read. I mean, that makes me sound stupid, but I have a lot more things I can do than read. It's like, hey, if I wanted to read, I'd watch a movie with subtitles. And that's all I can say about that. So it's like, I ain't ever reading anything. So, okay, in that vein, I will send you a couple of links to some TED Talks that you can you can watch. And you can... I'm not trying to change your mind because I know that's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen because I... It's, it's, I might it's, make you raise your eyebrow, though. It's the Twitter... It's the Twitter that I'm saving that for hashtag GA. Let's rate this bitch. I go first because your house, you went first, first. I go first, second. Sly Hero, liked it better than Cashmere. Cashmere 375. Give me a 39 for Sly Hero. And I'd like to do a head to head with the uh, Bells to Artadale. Yeah, that's not actually a bad idea. I'm, you know, usually if you go back some pods, if you've been listening, you know, I'm not a staunch IPA person per se, unless it's kind of more fruity, et cetera, et cetera. This is actually, this is good. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm actually going to go all the way to 4.0. Would you have yours at again? 3.9. 3.9. I just thought, I, I think this deserves a four. There's got to be a four there. So. Fair enough, yeah. Hey, your rating, roll with it. And now for our third tasting, we've got the Galaxy Hero Hazy IPA. All right. And I like we, the can. Yeah, can. Now with haze? Hmm, I don't know. IPAs usually have a little bit of haze, don't they? Yes, they do. And we're in... As we pour this, Dave, we're in this just in breaking news. Um, the answer in your 2030 edition of Trivial Pursuit to the question of who was the first U.S. senator to be diagnosed with COVID 19, the answer would be Rand Paul. Oh. I was very curious about that. Thank you for, yeah, for that, letting me know. Yeah, that was just in, just in via the phone as we were uh, segue into the third tasting. Hey. But more on to more important things. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. Very similar to the sly, actually. Very. In my opinion. As we savor the galaxy hero... I'm going to go right into the ID. Nice segue, by the way. I'm going to go into the IDGAF portion of the program. And naivety be damned. And if, if I'm naive, like I say, I'm the uh, Rudy Gobert of podcasts. 
and the, the drives me absolutely nuts. I refuse to no longer go on Twitter for my COVID-19 updates because I am sick and tired of somebody with the blue check mark tweeting out that, hey, I have a friend who is the greatest doctor in John Hopkins history. The the best epidemiologist ever. Exactly. Who told me and gave me permission to post. This is what he's seeing right now. And it's like, you know what? Two things. Number one, there ain't nobody that high up at John Hopkins medical field giving his fucking opinion to you to share on Twitter. On your account with his blessing. There ain't nobody. I ain't buying it. And if that's what he is, he's a loser. I don't care how smart he is. He's a dumb. The second thing that I won't believe is, okay, let's say I'm wrong, you're right, and your buddy says, yeah, well, this is what I'm seeing. Go ahead and post it. You never give any names. You just put, I have a doctor, and this is what he's seeing, and you're a loser. But let's say I'm wrong. I've been wrong once or twice or more. Who knows how many times I've been wrong. But... When it comes down to it, it's like, you know, I, you know, if it's that bad, then what we all should do, get a, a pistol of some sort. I'm not a gunman. I don't know how many, I don't know how many rounds in a pistol, but put all the chambers full and play a good old fashioned game of homemade oh, Russian yeah. roulette because <laughs> no. it's just stupid. Because <laughs> if you, if you go on Twitter, it's like, Oh, everybody will be dead. My friend said, my friend who said I could post us said it's so bad. Everybody should jump off the empire state building with no parachute head first with a gun in hand to pull the trigger in case they live when they hit the ground. It's like, I, I'm so sick and tired of people reading that. Just because you have a blue check mark, I could care less about you. I could care less about anything else. If you're going to get it, you get it. You get it. You get it. Who cares? Do what you can. Don't lick toilet seats. Don't spit on people. You know. Don't make out with uh, prostitutes with uh, needles sticking out of their veins. And you just got to <laughs> oh do what you got to do. But it just oh doesn't make any God. sense for you to do this shit. And you're going to put it on Twitter because my friend who's a coveted renowned world doctor at john hopkins said and he told me i could post it no he didn't you're a fucking loser that's my idgf for the week okay I'm tired of it wow yeah um so that just makes me glad that i'm not a social media person because <laughs> it might make the pod better if i went off on something like that but i'm glad i wasn't reading that stuff Holy smokes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's stupid. <laughs> I feel like you should end that like Chevy Chase ended the Christmas vacation video. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy shit. <laughs> well, you know, nobody's telling Kim Kardashian in confidence. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and post this, Kim. That the world's going to end. If the world ends, then it ends. Case closed. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Anyway, but thanks for letting me get that off my chest, Dave. I'm glad because you'll probably be able to sleep better tonight. That or the beer that I'm drinking tonight. That's probably going to help me. Either one. Both. Let's say both. We'll go with both. We'll go with both. All right. So random question for the day. Since we can only watch or see replays of sporting events, what two sporting events would you want to see in the next couple of weeks? Which ones would you want them to replay? 
Super Bowl 20, Chicago Bears, New England Patriots, given. Okay. And what want to replay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get sappy. Okay. Especially when, since we're just after the 30th anniversary and our buddies at, at Don't Forget the Popcorn had their uh, bucket list movie. Mm-hmm. I'll sit down and watch the uh, 1980 U.S. hockey, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. USA versus Russia. Yeah. Hockey game in the Olympics. So, but first and foremost, the Super Bowl twenty with the Bears and Patriots, forty six ten Bears. Henry Wachter recorded a safety. Boom. <laughs> How about you, Dave? Okay, so, I, you know, invariably I knew probably Miracle on Ice would come up. Okay, but that didn't make my list simply because you can watch that at any time. It's a it's a movie. Uh, most of the most of the streaming services will carry that. Um, so in, as far as replaying something that you probably can't just within 10 minutes uh, get on your TV, anyway, being a Spartan fan, I'd You're have to go. You're not a Soviet spy, are you? What's that? You're not a Soviet spy, are you? No, why? Okay. Well, because you just dis- dismiss Miracle just so quickly. <laughs> no, I, no, I just, well, it's my question, so I had thought about it for a while. Fair enough. So since I'm a Spartan fan, uh, the 2000 NCAA tournament uh, championship when Mateen Cleaves came out with the busted ankle and all the, you know, the crowd, and right the chills just like went down the back of my neck, um, you know, and they end up winning the NCAA uh, title, the championship title. That one, and I'll be honest with you, I went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth about the second one. And you're absolutely going to grill me about must be this a tennis match. <laughs> Get it back and forth, back and it's forth, funny back you forth. say that because today they were replaying, uh, and I don't think it was a thirty for thirty, but it was the Serena Williams versus the umpire. That's a little documentary yeah. about. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, no, you're gonna. It was uh, Tiger's Masters where he came back. Um, that one right there. Um, and I'm thinking it was uh, hole number. So now I'm going to make myself look like I'm not a golf fan if I don't remember the par three 16, I believe it is, where he threw it up 20 feet to the top of the green and watched it trickle all the way back down and go back into the hole. Um, that was exhilarating. That was a good one. Um, to be honest with you, I mean, yeah, I'm a golf fan not big enough golf fan to watch the whole thing. Uh, but just that end run, probably the last six or seven holes to see that replayed. That I remember that being a big deal. I'm not a golf fan, so I won't challenge you or question you or correct you on any of your golf analogies. But how much, how much older am I than you? Uh, I'm just 50. a couple of years. And you choose the tooth. You choose 2000 over magic. Bird seventy nine. Well, I've seen that, and it yeah, that was a good mano a mano. I didn't want to pick two Spartan basketball contests. So my question to you is, why would you pick the Cleves two thousand over the Magic? Because I was nine years old in the nineteen seventy nine. That's when you were more impressionable. What's that? That's when you were more impressionable. You'd been thirty and been through the school of hard knocks. I because I used to stay. I'm not even a college basketball fan, but I distinctly remember 
even getting a coffee cup with the Michigan. And I missed, but I, I didn't even know I was a Spartan fan, but I had a Michigan State coffee cup, Michigan State, and then uh, Michigan State, at, what, was it 79 70? 79. No, 79 oh. 70, the score. Oh, the score. Whatever the score is, so yeah. Michigan State, whatever, yeah, yeah. Indiana State, whatever. Yep. And I had that, uh, I had that coffee mug, and I was only twelve at the time. So right. But anyway, I'm not arguing with you. I just thought I think that one's more memorable than the Cleans one. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to rewatch it, because that was your question, what would you rewatch? Right. If you could rewatch. Right. Um, just to get that same feeling, because I don't, I didn't have a feeling. I don't even know if I watched the '79 championship. To be honest with you, I could have. But just to get that feeling again. I just and, thought it asked. Yeah. It was a little banter, a little back and forth question. Come on, man. Get, off question my, me? get off my case, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, slap shot. No. Oh. <laughs> I'd just go with that one. All right. Nothing else to do when you're locked in a vacancy. Those are two different movies, by the way. <laughs> oh. All right, let's go ahead and rate Galaxy Hero. Let's do it. Okay, so it's my turn again. Galaxy Hero. Um, the IBUs on this one supposedly are a little higher than the cashmere, but I'm not, you know, could be because we're three, three beers. <laughs> oh, hello. We're three beers into the tasting, and uh, maybe I just don't taste the bitterness as much. But that's a little bit smoother. I think this one's in between the cashmere hero and the sly hero so therefore i'm going to put my rating at a 3.70 all right so all three ratings were in the same course but we're going to differentiate a little bit here i'm going to say i agree with the untapped crowd which Went from 372 to 373 to 386, which means the untapped crowd liked it better as it went on. I had 375, 390. I will follow that lead because of the three, I am going to support the Hazy Hero and, or not Hazy Hero, the Galaxy Hero, which is a Hazy IPA. Right. And is it four worthy? Is it four worthy? Three nine five four three nine five four. I'm getting this is smooth enough. I am going to go ahead and issue a very stellar four point zero rating. Thanks very much to the Revolution Brewing for three very good tastings. I mean, they were all very good. I liked each one as they went by, and I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>